0: Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, the ultimate education show on the forefront of the burgeoning edtech revolution. Join us each week as we interview the most cutting-edge edtech companies, content creators, and curriculum developers across the planet.
1: Scalar, learning, give me
0: that What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the It Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today we are talking to a very interesting company, a, a type of ed tech company that we haven't had on the show before. So I'm pretty excited, and it centers around one of the most fundamental working skills, education skills, whatever you want to call it, typing. Okay. And today we have on Cini, who is the marketing coordinator of a very interesting company called TypeTastic. So TypeTastic includes a fun and inspiring K through 12 keyboarding curriculum, along with a suite of teacher tools. As they say on their website, watch your students embark on a thrilling island adventure to collect words and letters in exciting landscapes while becoming fluent typists. And they say that more than uh, two million kids have already enjoyed their typing lessons at Typtastic, and it's really interesting because it falls right in line with what I'm always talking about in terms of the EdTech revolution, which is not only access, but fun. And that's, that's the direction that everything is going in, everything that has positive momentum, I should say. So without further ado, Cine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having
0: me So yes, and thank you for joining so i we we were talking before we got the show started and and I'm familiar with back in the day when I was in high school almost twenty years ago or more than twenty years ago, I was familiar with an old school program called uh, Mavis Beacon, and that's what we used to learn how to type. so tell us about like how did how did typetastic come into being? What was the inspiration for this product
1: uh... Well, Typastic kind of came along a few years ago. You know, um, let me just tell a little bit of backstory of, of the company because Typastic is a product of of the developer company called Typing Master, which has been around for thirty years. And Typing Master started with uh, with MS DOS, and then went to Windows, and then maybe. Ten years ago, ten plus years ago, we started going online, and little by little, we kind of discovered that schools started teaching typing for younger and younger students. So that's when I re- when we realized that okay, you know, we have to do this much more fun. We have to find some something to something for the kids to actually like, and we were, that's that's when it kind of started. Thinking about the, the gamified approach, how can we make this so that even first and second graders find it fun?
0: Now, as that change started manifesting, when you first started rolling out products with the gamification components, what was what was the mm-hmm. initial reaction from schools and teachers and students?
1: They loved it. They loved it. I, I mean, kids. The elementary kids, you know, they, they have short fingers because we, we we, we've we always been so focused on touch typing. You know, you have to learn the proper touch typing technique. That's the way to type. But we never really thought about kids and their fingers. I mean, their fingers don't really reach all the letters so perfectly as the adult fingers. Not even all the adults can type, you know, touch type. So... When we when we first came out with um, uh, with more gamified uh, um, exercises, uh, everybody was just thrilled because we were introducing um, exercises for one finger at a time, so you could practice your you know index finger letters and then middle finger letters and you know. Type letters on the upper row and then home row and then lower row and then different rows and you know you could you could just you could do so much more than just these traditional scrambled letters on home row exercises and then after that we started thinking about like okay, how can how can we make this even more game like i mean those exercises that we came up with they were more from modern skills so that you could learn how to move your fingers across the keyboard. But then we realized that we needed to go a little bit more, you know, even for, for younger students. Because when you bring the keyboard in front of small kids, for, for them, the letters are just scrambled across the keyboard. They don't know what to do. I mean, most of them don't even, don't even know how to read properly.
0: And I think I think a lot of what what I've seen in some of the videos, for example, there's almost like an asteroid type game and it's on an iPad. Right. So you're trying to just locate letters and then you push the right letters in it and it causes these like circular objects or asteroids that are the same color. They sort of uh, blow away or disintegrate or something like that. But correct me if I'm wrong. It's kind of like at the beginning for these kids, it's more spatial reasoning. It's more, hey, where are the specific keys that I need to locate on the keyboard as opposed to, like you said, the touch typing. So it's more of that, hey, let me get a mental picture of the keyboard. Is that is that roughly what you're going for for yeah. these younger kids?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what we were going going for. So we we decided to split the keyboard into nine pieces. There are like nine, three, or four-letter pieces so that you first have to you have to build your own keyboard so that's where you learn where the where the where the letters are located so you always have the color code and you have the key so you know where you put it I and see. that's the same you know it it just it repeats in every single exercise in the in, in the the original typastic games and i came along as as six individual games with Put them online. People loved it, and then they started asking for more. Like, do you have uh, do you have reports? Do you have logins? Do you have everything? Do you have more material? And then we came up the came up with the entire school edition with that with teacher dashboard and and additional courses and everything.
0: I see. And let's back up for a second out of type tastic and just yeah. talk about typing skills in general. Why is it, why do you guys believe And and I'm right there with you actually, uh, but I'd love to know from, from your perspective, your vantage point as a typing company, why is it so important to master the skill of typing? Probably not, not only just being able to somewhat type, but being able to type efficiently, uh, quickly and accurately.
1: Um, well, we we think that typing isn't going anywhere. I mean, for the past twelve years that I've been working for Typing Master, I've heard that voice speech is going to be canceling typing entirely. You know, the typing is no longer needed, but I don't I don't think so. You know, we we've always had typewriters. We've had keyboards for how many years now? Forty, fifty years. And I don't see it going anywhere. I mean, people still need to type something. You can't just rely on voice to speech.
0: And I also feel like, for example, because I used to be a software developer before I, I was doing all this stuff in education, mm. and even to, and as an attorney too, I would write all the time. But especially for, I think, for software developers, the speech to speech to text, it's not. it's, it's just not a good solution, at least at, at the present. Uh, so definitely, I think typing skills are. Are important more so now than ever in those fields, but even in just general writing, I think it's a lot easier as a writer, at least for me. Somebody growing up typing it's so much easier to to type things out versus. I never like to use voice to voice to text. Oh,
1: me neither. Me neither. I hate voice messages and and everything. So that's just it's, it's not me. Maybe it's for the you know for the millennials for for younger generation. They they it's, it's very natural for them, but for me, I'm, I'm still find it a little bit strange
0: so tell us a little bit about the curriculum so I know on the website it talks about a K through k-12 uh c- mm. curriculum you know what are what does that it, what does that entail and what are the what's sort of like the ending goal for students after 12th grade you know what what do you hope that they come away with in terms of typing skills
1: uh well we have um uh what, what, what I was going to say about the curriculum, we we have uh, we have split it into kind of three different levels. We have K K through two um, curriculum, which is the, the basic, the original type static games, and then a couple of junior courses, sort of to to get kids um, comfortable with the keyboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't we don't we don't want to push. Kids into typing very fast from the beginning. I mean, they're still learning to to find the keys on the keyboard. They're they're still learning how to, you know, how to use the keyboard. So I think we think it's kind of unnecessary to to try and get them to type fast. That's that's you know that's going to come the more they type. But in the beginning, it's just about accuracy and finding the letters. And in the upper elementary courses, you kind of dive more into the keyboard. You start learning about touch typing and then you have the, the special marks and numbers and pretty much everything in the keyboard. We don't, we don't do the shortcuts or anything. I mean, it's, it's all about the the characters. And then the, and then, <laughs> and then the middle and high school units are a little bit, you know, even more advanced, but everything follows the same logic.
0: And what if what have you found in terms of students that have used it? How have how have they progressed? How has their typing improved? If they start, let's say, um, you know, d- depending on what age they begin at, but what you know, what have you noticed at least compared to uh, other school curriculums or other ways of teaching typing?
1: What we've heard from from one of our customers, they told us that during the first three years that they were using our product. Uh, a different version but similar approach uh they i, I think she said like they are probably 40 percent faster than in the beginning
0: so cindy i know i mentioned at the beginning of the show that you guys have over two million students and let's i just want to dive in a little bit in terms of your user base where are your primary base of users located
1: uh, Type Tastic users are in uh, users are in USA and Canada. Ninety percent of them are in USA, and ten percent in Canada.
0: Is it mostly <laughs> is it mostly schools that are purchasing the the, the Type Tastic program yes. and implement? Okay. So tell yes. tell us how, how does that work for schools? How much do they have to pay, and how do how do they begin integrating it?
1: Uh, well, first of all, we have the entire material is free of charge on our website. Without any progress tracking or teacher tools, so you can, you know, if you can't afford to purchase or you just want to use it, maybe on for for lower grades, you can just use it on, use it free of charge on our website. And then we also have the subscriptions. We have one for homeschool, which is fifty nine dollars a year. We have one for a classroom of maximum of up to forty students. That's 99 dollars a year. And then we also have a subscription for larger schools or districts, and that can depend on the number of users that you're going to have during the year.
0: I see. And right now, you mentioned you're, you're based in the US and Canada. Are there plans like what to, to expand to other countries, or what's on the horizon for type testing?
1: Uh, we are definitely planning to localize it on different languages. and I think during the next. 12 to 24 months we are going to be adding spanish that's very often requested from from usa i know that you guys have a lot of spanish-speaking um people (laughs) in california especially absolutely and texas yeah so spanish is definitely on the horizon and i pretty sure that we're going to be releasing other languages as well but you know we're going to be taking it step by step
0: now if anybody's out there listening right now let's say their school isn't going to implement it anytime soon but it's just a parent saying hey i really wanted my child to improve their typing skills or they want to improve their typing skills how do they get started where do they where do they go
1: so you go to typetastic.com and sign up
0: and is the, is it something, now I saw in the demonstrations online, most of the, the younger students were using iPads. Do you, do you have to have an iPad, or what is the preferred device to, to, to begin? Uh,
1: for, for the original Fantastic Games, you can use it on iPad, you can use it on PC. I mean, all the games, all the, all the exercises work on different devices, uh, but first, first six games are the only ones that work with touchscreen. After that, you're going to need the external keyboard.
0: Got it. Okay, excellent. Cine, I want to thank you so much. I think this is an incredible product. And, an, and again, can you g- just give that website one more time? Uh, it's,
1: it's touchtastic.com.
0: All right. So, guys, if you want to check out this amazing product and improve your typing skills, well, it's a podcast, so you can always rewind. But if you don't want to rewind and you want to check the URL from our website, just go to scalarlearning.com, go to the podcast section, and look for this episode and this interview, and you'll find all that stuff in the links right there. Thank you guys so much for joining, and make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and search for Scalar Learning. We've got SAT Math, ACT Math, all sorts of good stuff coming out for the new year. And last but not least, be on the lookout for a brand new math music video that's going to drop on Synthetic Division anytime soon. Thank you so much for joining. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Skinner, Give me that skinner.